Well, uh, the good the good news about that uh, podcast being canceled was that I was all set up, so I recorded a sports drop, but I haven't finished it yet. Oh, what? So, probably next week. But I recorded oh, yes. I recorded the uh, vocals of it, so I'm excited about it. Is the baseball song royalty free at this point? I wonder. What is the baseball song? That did it. Which one are you talking about? That one. The baseball song. The charge? Yeah, yeah. Or wait, yeah, yeah, that one. Is that royalty free, do you think? Must be. It's old. I don't even know like who came up with that little like <laughs> I'll have to figure that out. Yeah. I I have no idea. I just want to take all the sports sounds, like the football one. Let's get ready like, to you rumble. Keep, you, keep, you keep describing these as like a specific sports song, but they yeah. put them in like any stadium for any games. So I don't no, know they which fucking one don't. are referred to no, as the, the NFL one. football song. The NFL song. Like, Wait, hey, how's it it's even the go? NFL. Yeah, that song. Are you ready for some football? Like the old Monday yeah, night that football one. song? No, it's the uh, football. That's a Hank Williams Jr. song, I think. Or ESPN, whoever owns Monday Night Football. Or... I think that was back when it was on like ABC. That one's got to be so that one. Owned. That one, I think Hank Williams. I think you're gonna have to pay him. <laughs> and he is he is definitely a listener of this show. So yeah. you better watch out. What is the Washington Redskins song? I want to play that one. I mean, there's only the one football song, so it's got to be that same one. It's just um... that covers all football ever. <laughs> it's just including football, the correct football. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they have a there's a fucking gang of other songs for that kind of football. I don't know the name of it. But they, they started playing it at like baseball games for this one baseball player on the Indians called Jose Ramirez. Jose, 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 Jose. Yeah, yeah, that's Jose, the one. Jose. But I think for football they usually do Ole. Ole, yeah. Oh right, here's here's the song. That's the one, yeah, yeah. The football song. Do you know that one? That one might have just been from like NFL on Fox. Yeah, I think I think I probably couldn't get away. <laughs> I think with that. that is just their intro. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have That's to be what paying football Fox song for is, that uh, one. Football song. <laughs> yeah, when you describe it as the football song, that in no way helps anyone ever figure out which one you refer to. Yeah, basketball. Is there a basketball song? Of course. What's which? How's it go? I, all right, look up John Tesh, NBA <laughs> oh, God, on yeah. NBC. That's what I will forever think of. First thing that pops in my head when I hear, like, basketball song. What is it? John Tesh, NBA on NBC. Why, why is uh, MC Hammer, You Can't Touch This, the first video that comes up? I don't know. How do you spell Tesh and John? Oh, fuck. T E S. Oh, oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. One of the things I've discovered is that there are many different ways to what is this write shit? a song. And the most unusual way came to me when I was in Europe about four Fuck off. I don't care about what you're talking about. <laughs> it's the behind right, the scenes of him writing it. Yeah. <laughs> there, there. It's, it's hey. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. That's a good one. I really want to know behind the scenes of how he wrote that one. Yeah, I'm interested to hear his time <laughs> in Europe writing that song. Yeah, it came to me in a dream. Thanks, John Tesh. I've, wow. Now I could die happy. Yeah. 
Hold on, I'm going to type in baseball song and see what the first thing is. Like, play, look specifically all for right, the right, Tribe right. Time song. Go. Like, that was a good one, but that's specifically for Cleveland news. The first thing I remember is what the fuck is this? This is bullshit. The first thing that came up when I typed in baseball song. Well, that's I, not, I, I don't assume like that. it's some, like, shitty country singer's song called The Baseball Song? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> or, like, Put Me in Coach, I'm Ready to Play Today, that song. Yeah, like, okay. what's the, uh, what's the one... Uh, Bruce Springsteen song that KP always used to sing every time we'd go out to Kent. I don't know. Glory Days, because there's like oh, a, a yeah. verse about playing baseball or softball in it. <laughs> just, just, just buy just glory the rights days. to Bruce Springsteen's okay. Glory Days. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that won't cost us much. Yeah. All right, fuck. Or, or we'll just write him a Twitter message. I'm sure he'll be like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, do it. Fuck it. Reach out to Max Weinberg. He seems cool. He played with Conan forever. <laughs> All right. I think I'm ready to get started. How about you? I was born ready. You know this. All right, good. John Tash, play us in, buddy. (laughs) Probably Daniel Burbank will play us in. (laughs) All right. Welcome, everyone, to Giraffes Have an Affection for Trains podcast. Oh, yeah, we do. Where we talk about how much we love trains, how awesome Hell on Wheels was, and we relate every single thing else back to both of those topics. I'm your main host, Dave. And I'm, I'm favorite, Donnie. The one you're tuning in for, DC the God. What is up? Uh, hold on. I was uh, behind on this. I was waiting for go. my There's clap. There's clap, yeah. There's yeah, that's clap. what I was waiting for. All right. <laughs> my rounding ovation. All right. And I'm Donnie. I'm your other host. Uh, probably you'll have a bigger applause for me. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Wow. Sounds, sounds like we're at a baseball game, right? Everyone's excited for the sports. If only there was a song. Yeah, if only. <laughs> next week, next week I'll have the song. What a segue. My right. God. <laughs> segue to nothing that I have right now. That's a, that's a transition a into no, next week. That yeah. right there is a teaser, man. Is, that's going to keep is. them coming back next week. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned. All right. Today we're talking about The Walking Dead issues 181 to 193, the final two volumes of The Walking Dead. We finished it up. We we're talking about it. End of an era. We've been following this book a yeah. long time. So, yeah. Also, we're going to talk about Marvel's Inhumans. And I watched Hellboy. Did you? I didn't actually get to watch that one yet. No. Really? Okay. Do you want to push it to next week? If you, I mean, if you, if you want to <laughs> talk about it now, you can. I'll watch it, ne- I'll watch it before next week and I'll right. mention my thoughts on it then. I'll give it a, I'll give it, I'll just give it my quick thoughts right now then. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. I wanted to turn it off. Oh, shit. It's a fucking awful movie. But uh, we'll talk more <laughs> about why next week. Yeah, this, it sucked, man. Like 10 minutes in, I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't believe I have to sit here for two hours. Oh, that's that's all you could make was like 10 minutes in before you were already hating <laughs> yeah. it? Oh, dude, it's, it's like they just start off with like nonsensical like backstory for the villain. It's like, I don't care about the villain yet. What are you telling me about the villain for? What the fuck am I doing here? 
it's like before the before the opening credits even like the before the title card we're looking at some fucking witch and what's going on with her like in the 1500s it's like i could i could give a shit like save that for later i don't know what's going on yet i don't know what this is uh there's so much going on in that movie but anyway well let's just talk about next week yeah we'll talk about it next week then so let's go ahead and uh get into the walking dead the walking dead update all right finale yeah the finale update shit man man book wise right and actually it's a you know speaking of trains this this book did feature trains which was uh my that's, favorite that's why i said it yeah yeah dude. yeah so so many trains i don't so i don't want to jump ahead to the very end of it but i have yeah. so many questions about what the fuck and why yeah i do uh, too all right i do too uh yeah i i want to i think that um the answer is that the zombies also eat train tracks so you have to rebuild they must, all the train because tracks. Because they had what to revert fuck? back to the uh, Hell on Wheels <laughs> time frame. Yeah. And Eugene becomes Bohannon for some reason. Yeah. What like, the fuck? I saw, the, I saw that and I was like, holy shit. Awesome. Yeah. But everyone travels by horseback and it's like the old west stagecoaches everywhere. Like, it's ridiculous. All right. All right. Let's, let's save that one, though, for later. Um, I propose <laughs> that we talk about uh, all of the issues except for the last one first what do you think yeah that that that's smart i think i think we should split it up that way tied together and then this is just kind of a a separate right right it's the epilogue what are we doing here in uh how did we how do we start now i forget how it started we left off with the the governor the new governor to uh the the alexandria and rick was showing her around right she was being kind of a, giving her the tour of all the communities because when we last left off, Michonne decided to stay in the community because her daughter, Elodie, was there while everyone else from that group came back. Sadiq, Princess, right, uh, the two girls whose names are eluding me right now. Laura might have been one of them. I don't know. Yeah, the lesbian ones, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's not I, I can't remember what their names are either. But yeah, that's right. So they're they're walking around with the governor showing her all these places, like all their uh, separate communities. And they go to the uh, sanctuary, which is led by One-Eyed John. Yeah. And One-Eyed John is uh, creeping on the governor, right? Is, is that what he's doing? I couldn't tell what he was doing. I thought. I thought that was what was going on. Like, <laughs> yeah. John was willing to give her the dick if she was yeah. going to take it. Like, that was heavily implied. What did he say exactly? I can't remember now. But it's just like, yeah, the way he's saying it, it's like a thinly veiled, flirtatious thing. It was, it was, it was pretty he's good. Just, I was hoping. Yeah. That. First thing when they uh, approach, he's like, "Who the fuck is this? Get the fuck out of like, here!" Oh, hey, John. Hey, John. It's me. Uh, it's me, your old buddy Rick Grimes. Remember that time we almost <laughs> killed each other? Yeah. Water under the bridge. By the way, yeah, this all right. is the new governor. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like the very next thing, he's like, "Well, come on in." And John is just like cool as could be, welcoming. Like, he's teaching, it opens up a little bit before that with him teaching the young kid, I think his name was, like, Christopher or something. Yeah, yeah. About, like, why not everyone has to, like, shoot guns all the time and why, like, raising crops is super important and helpful. Yeah, giving him a pep talk. John is the right man to lead the saviors, that's for sure. He is, yeah. He's got it going on. Uh, Meanwhile, while the governor's away, there's uh, some police brutality going on in the Commonwealth. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. FTP, man. 
Fuck the police. The only good cop is a dead cop. Yeah. This is Rick Grimes. Can't be having police in the zombie apocalypse. What the hell? And then, and then, so they have like these uh, Rodney King riots, basically. And then Michonne has to defend the cops, which fucking blows. Yeah. She, oh man, like they do keep talking about what a badass she is. Like just like all the uh, people in the Commonwealth who aren't familiar with how awesome she actually used to be. Right. Before she got all watered down. But man, Michonne throughout like these last couple volumes is just so watered down and like a, a shadow of what she used to be as far as like her badassery. Yeah, that's true. She's working on her law career again, I guess. Doesn't have time for swordplay anymore. Yeah, that's a shame. I know. So Michonne is defending the cops while Dwight is like trying to uh, spark a revolution and start a well, civil war. And no, everything. no, this is a little bit before that. Dwight comes with Rick when they're done touring everything. This happens yeah. before that they get there. Oh, okay, well. So, so there's the riot because one of the cops is fucking a random dude's wife or, or vice versa, but oh, yeah. they have a little personal fight over who, who gets to fuck whose wife and who doesn't. And then like a group of cops just decide to beat the living piss out of this dude and they end up murdering him right. with uh, their nightsticks. And so Michonne has to defend them to keep them from uh, the community from rioting. And then once Rick and like the governor and Dwight and all his crew, they all get there eventually. And Dwight hears about like how that guy died the other day. And so that's what kind of plants a seed inside of his head that he can probably like stir the pot some, start causing some yeah. problems. He's what the fuck is with uh, Dwight? Why is he being such a why is he trying to stir the shit so much here? I don't know. Like, I I couldn't I thought really he was over figure that. out like a way to justify it for him. Like, Neither could I. He's just out of nowhere, just instantly like, we could take this place right now, Rick. Like, everyone yeah, is let's ready. Let's fucking do we'll it. kill everyone. Let's yeah. do it. Like, instantly. Like, don't I, be a pussy. It's their first night there. Yeah. And he's like, come on, Rick. Don't be an asshole, man. Let's fucking kill him. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know why he's doing that. So, okay. That's what Dwight is doing for no reason. He's becoming a bad guy. Which uh, eventually leads uh, leads Rick to shooting him in the head to stop his shit. That's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, he's he's trying to form a coup with like Mercer and whichever ones of the guards are willing to like revolt, as well as a bunch of the citizens who mm -hmm. are also angry at the guards, but also willing to revolt. He's just trying to whatever the fuck he can do to like overthrow the governor mainly, and so he, they. Yeah, he, Rick, and Michonne are having a meeting in Michonne's apartment, and secretly she called the governor and invited her to it. She has two guards with her, and uh, Dwight just pulls out a handgun that he had stored away, and he's pointing it at her, threatening to kill her. And then just out of nowhere, you just see a, a side picture of like the side of his head exploding against the wall because Rick had yeah. to shoot him and kill him. Yeah, which uh, Michonne, what the fuck? What a what a what a narc. She turned narc, man. She has changed. Yeah. I was not impressed by that. Rick was really pissed at her too. It's like, this is your fault, bitch. <laughs> you 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 caused me to do this to Dwight. Yeah. She she kept trying to explain that like he was clearly unhinged and like he had just pulled a gun on her on Rick like last issue. And uh, yeah. how he's clearly been falling off the wheels or off the wagon uh recently. Right, exactly. 
So yeah, I don't know. Dis- disappointed by Michonne. Rick seemed way more like devastated by losing Dwight than he has by like losing any of his other sort of <laughs> allies or buddies or even like his wife and daughter. <laughs> like he was devastated yeah, at having to lose Dwight, which was so weird. Well, he, he wasn't sleeping on top of Dwight's grave, at least. That's true. Or we didn't see it if he did. True, yeah, it's, it wasn't shown. That was uh, between the uh, panels, as they say. Well, no, no, I didn't mean Andrea. I meant his real wife, the original one, Carl's mom. Oh, right, right. The bitchy one from the Oh, TV yeah, show. yeah. Lori. Yeah. Lori. I also have another point about her later on, but we'll save that for the last Which one. Which one? Lori. Lori? Okay, all right, we'll save that then. Okay, so they're doing that. They're dealing with this coup shit. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about Carl. Carl is uh, banging Lydia. And Lydia gets jealous that Carl is trying to, like, orchestrate Sophia getting banged by some former whisperer. Like, a real creep. He's just, like, looking out the window, like, mm, yes, she will get banged by this dude. He's, uh, so Lydia's... <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to volunteer, like, every single, like, dude within their age range, kind of, <laughs> in, like, yeah. any of the communities, just so Sophia can get herself a piece. Yeah. He's looking out for her friend. His what friend. the fuck? Yeah. But, yeah, Lydia's super jealous. Well, he's like watching like a fucking creep and like with rubbing his hands together, like, yes, this this <laughs> Nicholas man will fucking bang her, get it wet. <laughs> Which uh, this dude was a former whisperer, too. So maybe uh, Carl figures that he's banging a former whisperer. So, you know, he probably has AIDS. So he wants to give Sophia AIDS by having her bang this other former whisperer. Oh, uh, they weren't they weren't nearly as like into it. I think they were only with him for like a week or two or something. That's uh, they were brand new to the game. Yeah, yeah, so they, true. He they, probably they isn't as may exposed. not have caught AIDS. It's not as big an outbreak, maybe. But Lydia definitely. Oh AIDS. yeah, festering with that shit. Uh, okay, so so yeah, and then Carl to make Lydia feel better, he's just like, well, you know, Sophia's nice, and like you and I, we're both monsters. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? So like, this, why would you say that? If this book has taught me anything, it's that. When sweet-talking your lady friend, or even your guy friend, don't refer to them as hideous monsters and let them know how gross and yeah, repulsive they are. Apparently, girls don't like that kind of sweet talk. No, definitely not. The more you know. That's what, what to take away from all this. Yeah, that's, that's the big key. Don't call your girlfriend a monster. She forgives him real quick, though. It's like the next like scene the next time you see carl in the book it's like lydia's like oh it's okay and that's, uh, that's cool it's the next day and he's going on a uh guiding mission to make sure his dad is in, in trouble so maybe he's gonna die so yeah it's not worth being that pissed off over i guess i guess so yeah i mean he, he just has to say like oh sophia's like a sister to me but, why doesn't he just say that yeah it, instead he just repeats the line about what a monster they both are <laughs> and like yeah, this time just he, say, he gives it a little bit more explanation but she's just like you know what i will be your monster i am gross you're right i love you carl grimes <laughs> right kiss me yeah now roll around in the mud and then fuck me <laughs> yeah romance <laughs> right this is the Walking Dead romance. Then Carl, when they go out on their expedition there, who was it? Princess or Jesus got in trouble? Was, or so? No, not Jesus. Jesus was the, the first one to get overran, and then Carl jumped okay. off to save him, okay, and then okay. Princess showed up. Yeah. Carl was just like, 
okay, I'll I'll handle this. And then he just rides his horse and like into the horde and just like falls <laughs> off of it. Like he did yeah. like nothing. Like, what the he, fuck he was that? So much more of a problem than like <laughs> yeah. Any sort of help? Why did you do that? <laughs> you just ran, just head into the fucking middle and he, just just fell he's off. Rusty fucking idiot. Yeah, I guess. Damn. A little bit before that, at the uh, Commonwealth, Princess starts digging down Mercer, and I, I like oh, how yeah. she's like. There, there's like maybe one issue where it's just all about like a little bit of a backstory for Princess, but that's like all we get since she's still a new character from like the previous couple issues before uh, this one. So she explains how like her, her stepdad and stepbrother beat her and like locked her in a cabinet and like tortured her and shit. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? And like, uh, but she makes out with Mercer after he like kills a bunch of walkers and then they start fucking and then like. Two seconds later, she's like, all right, I'm leaving again now. Uh, this place is turned to shit. Bye. Yeah, she's like all over the place. She talks a lot. She does, yeah. I think that's her character. Just uh, talking all the time. But she, she, yeah, she's desperate to like people, though. Yeah, She keeps sure. complimenting Rick Grimes on how cool he is. And then she yeah. tells Mercer how awesome he is, too. And I mean, she's not wrong. She they just are likes both people cool who are awesome, cool. yeah. Then she wants to be cool too. Okay, so anyway, that horde that uh, Carl was ineffectually dealing with uh, was also headed toward the Commonwealth, and then they redirected it right into the train yard that Eugene was hanging out in. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was awesome. That's it's like, hilarious. oh, fuck you. Fuck you, Eugene. <laughs> Cuck. <laughs> no, that's TV Eugene. This is the real Eugene who gets down. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so yeah, Eugene just hides in the train, which is a good idea. And then he like takes this fire extinguisher to like to to like cartoonishly distract the zombies by like spraying <laughs> yeah. fire extinguisher foam on their eyes perfectly, and it worked <laughs> brilliantly. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it also Holy makes shit. those things also will make noise when they're going off. So yeah, it distracts them so they're yeah, not just true sitting at the door, so they can kind of make a way out. But uh, yeah, Eugene is probably the smartest one because. They find the train tracks because it takes them roughly a month. I think they said was how long the travel distance was from Alexandria to get yeah. to the Commonwealth. So he finds this train track and he decides he's going to fix this train all by himself with the help of uh, Stephanie, the girl from the other end of the radio who he's in love with now. But yeah, it's just the two of them right. working on like completely redoing this train track. And it, it's still a modern times. It's still a regular everyday train track, but he's able to fix it. But just keep that in mind for later on when we get to the last issue. Yeah. Cause that raised right. so many more questions. So you, Eugene was like, oh, have you ever seen that uh, AMC show? Hell on wheels. I got an idea. Yeah. If Colin Bohannon taught me anything, he just does that. Oh yeah. shit. I like that. This episode is even more Colin Bohannon related because he plays black bolt on that awful, awful show we're going to talk about later. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, that was his big fall. Yeah, that show was awful. Yeah. Foreshadowing. That was a terrible show. <laughs> Holy <tuned>. shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, that's what Eugene's doing. We have uh, Maggie coming in. So the there's a, there's a horde that comes over to the Commonwealth during a riot, and then Maggie ends up coming in to, like, save the people. By uh, using an awesome Viking horn. I like that part, to like lure the zombies away and get them out of the town. Yeah, but that wasn't new. They've been doing that. Like, they did that when they, they did that with the with Whisper the horn? horn, too. Yeah, that's how they got them all into the ocean. 
Oh, all right. I forgot Except about the horn. It was Eugene. Then. But yeah, the, the horn was cool. Well, now it's Maggie, so it's even uh, cooler. Really? Is it? Just because it's her, not I don't Eugene? Know. Maybe. Eugene is Bohannon, so anything he does is cooler. Right. <laughs> even if he watches his wife get fucked by another dude. Cool. That'd be Bohannon. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like Bohannon. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. I mean, technically, technically, to tie it all into AMC, technically, Colin Bohannon did kind of watch his wife get raped by, like, those four guys when they murdered oh, fuck, her really? and his his son in front of him. So, technically, he did oh, watch. So... There we go. Perfect. Wow. Eugene. So, he also got cucked. Damn. Do you have anything else about uh, these about these set of issues, then, before we get to the... So are we jumping to the final one now, or are we going to what happens, like, later on? Let's go, go on to what happens at the very end of these ones before okay. the final issue. Okay, so they do finally stage their big coup. Mercer, and, and with the help of Laura, Eugene, or Laura, who was Dwight's girl. And yeah. It seems like maybe she was the one who was planting those seeds in Dwight's head all that time, and she was kind of the mastermind of it, is kind of like what it sort of implied to me, at least, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she gets Mercer and all the guards to like kind of form a coup, and they uh, they're hunting for the governor. But Rick Grimes steps in and leads her out to safety with the help of Jesus. Right when uh, Jesus and Aaron and Carl and Sadiq and that one other person in that group showed up to save him. Can't remember who that was. Right, right. Yeah, this someone else. Oh, Dwight or. Yeah, Maggie's boyfriend. Or oh, what's, what's that guy's? Dante. Yeah. Oh, Dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, Dante. How could I forget Dante? But uh, I know. Yeah, I forgot too. Yeah, so they kind of they have like this place called Greenville, which is just this amazing like bed and breakfast and awesome restaurant. Which uh, earlier yeah, it on, like in, a nice earlier place. on in the book, like Michonne and her daughter got away for like a nice day and got to go eat there. But man. Yeah. I want to go there. This seems awesome. Yeah, Michonne is part of the upper class. It's a very class-based society. So she gets to do all the fun stuff, the big apartment and all that. But, alright. Rick is trying to save the governor, and her son, Sebastian, was being a shithead, and Rick was like, look here, you little shit, and like gives him a talking to. It's like, you're the worst of them all. This place is fucked, and you're the worst. Yeah, he, and, grabs, uh, him. You know, he grabs him by the throat and pins him against the wall. Yeah, and then once he puts him down, like, he gets the look, man, and then, then you know, like, what's going to happen. It was a thousand percent implied exactly what was going to happen, like, <laughs> I, <know>. I knew. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, if, if you remember back to, like, the last issue we read when they first introduced Sebastian, he was, like, sexually assaulting a girl, and, like, Mercer oh, yeah. had to, like, pull him off, but he wasn't allowed to, like, punish him or arrest him for it, because, like, he was yeah, so untouchable yeah. and shit. So, like, yeah, you just knew that this piece of shit was, like, going to get away with whatever and be the main one. Like, it sucks that Rick has faced and, like, overcame, like, the greatest of, like, non-superpowered supervillains yeah. in this world. And then this piece of shit is the one who, like, finally, like, gets him. Right. It's not, it's not really fitting of Rick Rhymes, I feel. Yeah. Before that, though, Rick, uh gets people to work together by giving a speech talking about how they are not the walking dead. Yeah. I, I like, love that. They definitely mentioned not it. the walking dead. 
The Walking Dead. And it was like written like the title. So stupid. It was awesome. It's like when you go to a movie and they mention the name of the movie in the movie. It was yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Only like after he gives that speech, they then start referring to him as the Walking Dead every single time. It's awesome. Yeah, then they, they did it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's like holding up his he's holding up his stump like this is what we are. We are stumps, not the Walking Dead. We have scars uh, and and stumps. But we're not zombies. Or sorry, walkers. Roamers. Lots of roamers in this <laughs> issue too. Yeah. That's right, roamers. Growlers. Geeks. So yeah, then then Rick goes to bed that night and uh Sebastian comes in and shoots him dead. And then the next morning Carl finds him and uh he's a zombie, so we got zombie Rick. Carl like just shoots him, doesn't even hesitate, and then he's like, Oh fuck. Rick is dead. But um Yeah, that fucking sucks. As like they knew it was Sebastian, and uh, eventually his mom turns him in. Yeah. When he was in that prison cell. Yeah, he cell, left his gun. When he was in that prison cell, though, they yeah. ma- I All right, so a couple things. I don't know how no one heard any of these, like, because he lets off, like, three or four shots, because he shoots him once, and oh, Rick yeah. isn't dead on the first shot. He's like, what did you do? And he still, like, tried to speak to him and trying to reason with him. And then he just like yeah. panics and just pops it off like two or three more shots at him. But no one hears a single yeah, one of right. these in this entire community or this hotel where Rick was staying. And just no one even notices, which that was fucking dumb. Yeah, that was weird. Right. But uh, I, don't, I don't get why they're bothering with that. So the entire time I was under the impression that Sebastian was maybe like a, a early to mid 20 something year old dude. But when yeah. he gets locked into the prison cell and Carl like comes and he kind of stares him down and he's like, don't worry, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to let you live out the rest of your life here and just like think about how great you had it before and how that is all fucking gone for you now. And if you ever are inspired right. to like escape, just remember this. I will find you and I will fucking hurt you the second I find you. You will regret it. So it gives him this amazing yeah. threat and so badass because it's like yeah. staring right at his like empty eye. But at the very end of that speech, as he's walking off, Carl says, I'll be seeing you. Ta-ta. And he says, ta-ta, dude. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Ta-ta. A, how you close a threat, dude. I don't get that. It's a friendly way to close a threat. That's a, that seems very out of character for Carl. I felt no, even even with even given the situation, what the fuck, ta-ta. Like you want to try? How to do you even know to like, do that? You tr- you're trying to play off. Where your do you threat learn like that? You're being friendly. It's it's a low, false sense of security, you know. <laughs> but they don't have TV. I don't understand where he would have learned that. What do you mean? Books? Is he reading books? Because like, how how would he know to say ta-ta? Who the fuck says that? People when they're leaving a place. <laughs> well, nobody says that in modern day, though. What? It's not like it. It's not like an old timey saying. I think it kind of is. Yeah, you only say it to be an asshole, like if you're a villain in a TV show. What? No, that's a thing. That, when like, you, my, do you ever say my it? Grandmother and my like mother would say. See? when they're like leaving, it's old timey. It doesn't mean it's old timey. Your grandmother what says villain? it. Well, my grandma's been dead for like thirteen years, but. Like, that's something I would think, like, an older woman would say. But, like, what villain on a TV show would say that that you're trying to think of here in this made-up scenario of yours to prove it's, like, evil? Any of the, the, like, rich, flamboyant 
uh, villains. I don't know. I can't think of a specific example. You think Tata is like an upper class, like waspy type of uh, saying? The Swede probably says it. No. Darth Vader. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Because that that is... Voldemort. This is high class, uppity society. As he gets Darth Vader. Oh, any, any James Bond villain, probably. Well, they're British. So, yeah. Yeah. That yeah, doesn't mean it's old time. Okay, well, anyway, British. I didn't like the, the ta-ta, but um, he said it, so there you, there you have it. But anyway, my point about that scene was, like, in that scene, Sebastian was looking like he was even smaller and younger than Carl. Like, there wasn't yeah, really true. a good consistency in, like, how they were animating him, I thought. Because, like, all throughout, everything right. else had always implied. I was always under the impression, just from looking at the uh, pictures of him, that he was maybe, like, in his mid-20s. But in that, it looked like he was, like, a, a 13, 14, 15-year-old kid. Yeah, you're right that about that. kind of threw me off. All right, so then they leave Sebastian in jail, kind of like they were going to do with Negan. Which, uh, well, we'll talk about Negan in a minute here. But... They decide they go back to Alexandria with uh, with Rick. They have like a procession uh, going back there, and everybody decides to follow. So it's like a like a really long parade of, of all the characters that are still alive, oh, no, basically like, going back for the funeral. So if you didn't know ahead of time that one ninety three was going to be the finale, because it comes out monthly, and I'm sure as people were reading this in real time with one ninety two, they had no clue that it was. But man, like now yeah. that you actually know that and you see this as the ending of 192, you're like, oh, fuck, man, this is the end. Because what it is is yeah. Carl is packing up his casket and he's just going to take him back to Alexandria to bury him next to Andrea alone, or so he thought. But Michonne was like, no, I'll volunteer. I'll go with you. You shouldn't be alone right now. And plus, there are a few people who want to see Rick off and like say a few words at his gravesite when we get there. Carl's like, who could it be? And he turns around, and it's every fucking character who's still alive yeah. in the book. <laughs> just all of them. Yeah. Just, yeah. So every single character essentially goes to Alexandria to pay their respects to Rick Grimes. And uh, there was a, a line where, like, at the very end of that, Carl kind of just, like, falls off the uh, wagon, and he's yeah. like, I don't think I can keep going without him. I was like, oh, fuck, man. If, if, if you didn't know at the time, but that was, like, the most telling line. It's kind of like Kirkman saying, yeah, with all Rick Grimes, I don't think I can keep going on with this book anymore. Cut to old man Carl. Yeah. And the next thing, yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, I, I do think it sucks, though, with uh, with Rick. Like, I, I guess they're trying to say that, you know, it's, oh, you do all these things, but then you just end, and it's kind of, like, meaningless. Um, which I, I guess is a message there. But yeah, it does suck to see Rick just get shot by some shitty kid. Not fitting at all, but... You know, just kind of the way it is. All right, and then, so yeah, anyway, we cut to, I I don't know how many years later, but it must be several years. Like, everybody's much older. Um, Carl is an old man Carl now. He has a beard and everything. He's got a daughter. He he married uh, Sophia, actually. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. And then it kind of starts with a zombie walking by his farmhouse, and he has to kill it. The zombie belonged to Herschel Green, which was a baby in the it's Maggie, Maggie issues and before. Song. Yeah, yeah, that Herschel Green, not the old man Herschel Green. Yeah, he's back. The baby Herschel Green. Yeah, and then that caused like a whole like thing about oh that that zombie is worth money, so you have to 
pay him back. Like Carl has to go has a court hearing about it because he killed a walker. What the fuck? All right, but you're going you're going through this way too fast. So I want to focus on all that right, very right. beginning where we beat Carl's new okay. family. All right, so his daughter is named Andrea after the woman he always referred to as mom. Even though when this okay, zombie yeah. outbreak hit, he had True. a real life fucking mother. It's not like his mom like <laughs> abandoned him when he was like three and he never knew his real mom. His mom was with him protecting him throughout the first like 20 chapters of this like zombie apocalypse and died like in a giant battle, which she should have been infinitely more devastated over. This was just his dad's like new wife. And, like, she's the yeah. one he names his daughter after, not his actual mother. His mother cheated on his father, which sucks, and that's shitty, and I get that. <laughs> yeah. I get why Rick would hate her. But, like, it's still well, your John, fucking John birth mother. Yeah. Why the fuck are you that cunty to your mother? That makes zero fucking sense. Like, no kid alive is like, well, my mother fucked around on my dad. I hate my mom, I guess. Like, that's so stupid. Yeah, that was weird. Plus, uh, I, if I remember right, Carl seemed to like Shane back then. So, I, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. But, you know, the thing is, is uh, I forgot about Lori. I didn't even think about Lori <laughs> during that. It didn't, did not even register to well, me the, at all. The second, so maybe the that's second why. they called her Andrea, I was like, bullshit. Fuck you, no. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter, like, how yeah. shitty, like, your parents are to each other. That doesn't affect, that should not affect, like... He was with his mother for like, I don't know, how old was he when she died in this? Like maybe like oh, eight? I don't know. So maybe, maybe maybe he lives with Andrea for another like seven years as his stepmom, but he's still just calling her yeah. mom all the time instead of uh, stepmom or Andrea. But like the, the relationship yeah. with this is just so fucked and stupid. It pissed me off. Well, it's always kind of like that in The Walking Dead. Like I don't, I don't like their uh, weird um, use of like the term mom and dad. Yeah, it's like, like, dude, nobody does that. Like, Sophia, they do that a lot. Sophia in this book. always refers to Maggie and Glenn as mom and dad, even though she had. Parents. Yeah, right. Yeah, even in the show, it's like the that uh, Carl too was calling Carol mom. I think, uh, yeah, Carl with Andrea. I think there was another one too, but you know, I, I would be like Dennis if someone's like, "Oh, you, you know, thanks, Dad." It's like I'm not your dad. <laughs> don't don't say that to me. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Not your dad. But that, that's what I would do. Like even in that situation, I'd be like, "Hey, slow, slow your fucking roll there. Don't don't call me that." Yeah, and, like that. I, and, and the other thing is, real life kids are not going to be that willing to do that to their the the random oh, no. guy or girl fucking their mom or dad. Like that doesn't happen. It's not a certain like even situation. if their parents are. Even if the parents are dead, I feel it's like it's still a certain sense of like betrayal with that, isn't there? I mean, I would imagine, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I don't like that. That was annoying me. Well, all right. So anyway, let's go back to the zombies, though. So Carl kills the zombies, go, kills a zombie that belongs to Herschel Green and has to do a court hearing about it. Because zombies are worth a lot, is what they said. So, yeah, so, so I have questions about that. I have questions about this too, because he rides into town. He has to ride a horse into town because they live in the Old West from Red Dead Redemption 2 now. That's where they live now, yeah, somehow. Yeah. Because it's we cool, reverted yeah. back to the 1840s or whatever the fuck that time frame was. So, I don't know how the fuck that happened, but magically, that's, <laughs> that's the world we live in now that we've cured zombies or. or 
killed off and wiped out most zombies. But uh, Herschel is basically running like an old-timey stagecoach show where he keeps like a couple zombies <laughs> like on a leash and like lets kids like look at them and like I don't know, poke them or take pictures with them. I guess like, yeah, I guess so. How fucking dumb. And like, why does it look like a old-timey carnival cart? Like, how would he know to paint it like that? Uh, that's <laughs> weird. Know. Yeah. Why would he reference this? That is like, weird. how would you know about like 1930s sideshow bullshit? Like, you you would know nothing about well, that. Let's see. When does a zombie <laughs> outbreak in this world start? Like, do we know that? Is it oh, just I don't know. I assume like it's like 2003 or whatever. Or whatever. Year the book came yeah, out? whenever it came out. So it was before I think it was Red Dead Redemption 2. So it's not like he played that game and like knows it from that. So was Red Dead 1? Yeah, true. He would definitely not know that. Was Red Dead 1? Uh, I think it might have been. But, but, but the oh, thing yeah, is, but he is was that Herschel Green so he never played was it. born... Yeah, he was born way after, way, way after the start of the zombie apocalypse. He would not have played Red Dead Redemption. So he would not know to do this. And I'm I'm at a loss then. I want to know what they're doing for money. Like what what is the money? Do they use dollars or what what's their currency? The, it looked no, it looked probably, like old probably not Bitcoin. No, because he got a coin pouch for doing the deliveries. Carl and uh, oh, Lydia yeah. do. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Yeah. Co- do, do they do they look in so the coin pouch? We're just pouch? panning for gold. We're we're deadwood slash <laughs> hell on wheels here. Okay. That's the time we've reverted back to. So it's just like a sack of silver or gold or something. Yeah. Okay, I guess. How much is a zombie worth then? And why is a zombie worth money? Because like, they're like exotic pets. But they're, they're still totally unfamiliar with the zombies. Like, people still die of natural causes, and don't they still turn into zombies after think, that? Like, like, I don't know they, how the... They never explained if I that is somehow cured. Because No, because they yeah, say the it's the first walker they've seen in the safe zone in 10 yeah. years. So apparently when you die, you just die now. You don't turn so somehow they've magically cured that because of rick grimes death i guess that's what the implication oh is. shit was rick grimes like patient zero was that what he was doing in the hospital yeah and it's like, like uh, just when people are around him they turn into zombies yeah it's only it's only his <laughs> so now that he's ones. dead yeah it's like it's like dracula it's like you kill dracula and then the other vampires will die yeah you, you stab a, like a, a knife sword in the night king and they all fall yeah <laughs> yeah 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 exactly <laughs> yeah you shoot the night king with a gun a couple times in the chest Rick grimes is the night king is basically what this <laughs> yeah final chapter is revealing True. to us uh dude there's a there's a good uh review for later talking about robert kirkman and george rr R. martin and comparing them so i'm excited nice. about that review for later yeah Okay, so, yeah, I don't know what the fuck is the deal with the zombies, but I feel like they should probably take it more seriously, because they're telling Carl, like, oh, you gotta go find a new zombie for him, sorry, you gotta replace that. It's like, well, what the fuck, why? Fuck those zombies. So then Carl just kills the rest of the zombies, because the one escaped his sideshow, well, and then just kills the rest of them. Alright, so Maggie is the president of all the communities oh, yeah. now, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, like, she's essentially yeah. the governor from the Commonwealth. And Herschel is now basically Sebastian, and they keep pointing that out and drawing the comparisons to her. She treats Sophia, who right. is her pretend daughter and who has been calling her mother for the last, like, seven years of this book run. She doesn't even, like, acknowledge that they're, like, related or anything at all. She's just like, oh, hey, Sophia, you're here? Cool. And she's like, look, everyone <laughs> yeah. hates Herschel. He's a cunt. You let him become an asshole. He's Sebastian now. Stop it. And she's just like, yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, she's the, the one who decides that Carl has to like replace him. 
instead of getting a fine. Yeah. But how is that better than just being fined? Yeah, that sucks. Like Carl's out making like booty runs for uh, Eugene's Hell on Wheels like every couple of weeks or whatever. Yeah, so fuck I mean, yeah. like he has money, he can just pay his fine and just be done with this shit. And now he's got to deal with, like, bringing walkers back. Like, what the fuck is this? So, I want to ask you a question. Like, at the very end of 192, like, Robert Kirkman wrote this big, long thing about, like, uh, yeah. thank you to all the fans for, like, sticking with him and reading it all, but he was going to close it off yeah. and finish it. I didn't get a chance to read it because I was running out of time. Did you read that at all? Did you? No. Okay. No, I didn't. I don't know if, like, maybe in that he explained that this was just going to be, like, a weird, like one-off type of thing because this one just raised infinitely more questions about the series than like i'd ever had about any part of this book run yeah ever i know same here like how the fuck did we get here like what the hell do the zombies just maybe the zombies just right rot away maybe i i don't know and just eventually they can't move anymore because they rotted too much and just break but anyway, Carl Carl is a uh, Carl's walking around and he decides to go to this house where he thinks Negan he can see like leaving food out for Negan like uh like he's a cat or something and the food will be gone and uh there's a there's a grave that's for Lucille on there. We don't know if it's food. I think it's supplies. I thought he was saying he does stuff with the wood or something. Yeah, what whatever it is. He's doing it, there's evidence that Negan is around there. He's he's alive. It's blood that he's still alive or someone is taking over his house and pretends to be him now. Yeah, which I, I was hoping to see old man Negan, but apparently no. Yeah, it was super disappointing that he doesn't make any appearance at all in either of these two volumes. I know, yeah. What what happened to him before? Do you remember? Yeah, at the very end of that, he just, they, Rick was like, all right, you, could, you can live and you can be free, but you have to stay out of our community. You're not welcome here. Oh. You'll find a place all on your own okay. and you're not welcome amongst us and he just goes and finds that house and that's where he kind of breaks down and that was the last we saw of him but uh at the very end of the that note that thank you for the end from robert kirkman at the very end it says p.s negan lives which uh i don't know what that means or what that matters at this point but maybe there'll be a negan spinoff yeah that could be i mean he didn't he didn't have to end this now i, I think he just Kind of, it started out with Rick Grimes as the main character. Maybe he felt like Rick Grimes was the heart and soul of the book, and once he was gone, there was no point in carrying it on. But maybe if that money starts to dry up, that's when the Old Man Negan series will come out. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Old Man Negan. I'll read it. Uh, fuck yeah. About him just yeah. sitting in a house all by himself, eating some beans, crying about a baseball bat and shit. That'd be awesome. Right, right. Oh yeah, and also, uh, old man Michonne is uh, a judge now, so she's really moving up in her law career. Yeah, Judge Hawthorne. She's like, I don't know what they called it, I forget what it was, but she was like the uh, top, like basically like a Supreme Court judge, whatever their equivalent of that is. So she has to oversee, because the president, Maggie, decides she's the one who has to rule on this big case of uh, Carl's private property destruction for Herschel. Which is... There's obviously like a conflict of interest in there. Yeah, that, like I don't know why they would do that. Like I get, <laughs> I get that Maggie and Michonne have a past and are sort of pals, but she has to know like the history that Carl has with her, 
and how obviously yeah. like one-sided and fucked Herschel is going to be in this uh, hearing. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe that's why she did it, because she wanted Herschel to stop getting in his way all the time. Yeah, right. Sophia got to her, and she finally saw the light. That's what happened. Yeah, I guess so. So I guess the last thing we could talk about is uh, trains some more. Well, yeah, Lydia, <laughs> one thing about Lydia here. So oh, right, right. Lydia was desperate to get some more of that Carl Grimes dick. Like, like oh, Lydia yeah. helps him do these uh, supply run missions that he goes on. Like, they meet up, and they both uh, do them together, I guess. And she's still wearing Carl's hat, Carl's old hat from Rick from, like, 70 years ago. But, man, she was just begging for it the entire time, and Carl refused to give it up. He's loyal to Sophia. He's like, she's like, let me lick that eye hole. Yeah, she, she, she like, did fuck, gross. That. Yeah. that is, that is thirsty. true. That's actually, she did actually she say that. Thirsty. Yeah, fuck. Damn. And then, and then, yeah, so old man Eugene is working on these, uh, on this train tracks it's pronounced here. Bohannon. I just don't understand. Oh, right. Yeah. Old man Bohannon. <laughs> I don't understand why there's no train tracks from before and why it's taking so. Can't you just like reuse the train tracks this, from this is the like thing before? I don't get. Yeah. It's not like it wiped out everything that existed before. I we know. don't have to revert back to the old West, like buildings and stagecoaches, and like somehow every, all the <laughs> yeah, grass true. in the world is gone now. It's all just uh, tumbleweeds and like dust and shit. And somehow they have to yeah. rebuild the original train tracks now, which makes zero fucking sense. I feel like uh, train tracks would be very much like untouched, you know? It's like they, no one really. Try, pays attention to them you know they're just they just sit there on the ground they're pretty stable i feel like they'd be fine yeah but uh like, no they're like just rebuilding it from scratch for some reason like the zombies the, ain't the, the train tracks like at the commonwealth eugene's just like oh this thing is totally fine i just have to like it hasn't been ran in a while <laughs> yeah. i just have to like you know like uh get it warmed back up and it'll be good to go no problem but somehow we go from that to like 15 years down the line where like he has to like yeah. build the train tracks himself and he's got like a full army of people like laying railroad uh, ties and shit like yeah. hell on wheels it's 100% just that show now it is it it's is ridiculous. it's great but, I, yeah, see I, loved it. that. I want the old man Eugene book that's <laughs> what I want yeah I would read it watch him build railroads and uh watch uh Sophia die or what, what was her name no not Sophia Laura? Stephanie, no Stephanie, the girl he was oh, banging. Oh, she, from she the already died. He said, "Yeah, what was what was what did she die of?" They never did, said. Did he say age? Maybe. Okay, I wonder. But uh, the white's old girl Laura, she was there as like the main like lookout muscle of the crew. Yeah, still being a dick. I was I was disappointed. Mercer was dead though. I was hoping to see like him and maybe Princess. Yeah, they, no, they weren't. They aren't dead. We saw them. They were in one panel. Walking along the street together lovingly. Oh fuck, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, man, they're there. They just didn't shit. do anything. Okay. But yeah, they saw old man and old, old man uh, Mercer and they, old man Princess. They did at least try to like everyone who they didn't kill off in this like twenty year gap or whatever it is. They did at yeah. least like try to like mention them or at least like drop their name and be like, oh yeah, they're still doing all right. Like uh, on the supply run, he goes to see Jesus and Aaron, but they weren't present right but they do show him at the very end just kind of like waving and uh he is yeah, hanging out right. with the old uh blacksmith guy from the hilltop uh ben what's his name 
I can't remember his name. Uh, something I can't remember his name either. But yeah, he's yeah. his old neighbor now. I don't know. Right. I mean, without except for like the endless fucking nonsense questions that it raises <laughs> about everything yeah. that has happened to the world. Like I liked it. It was a solid little like wrap up, and it's all about like yeah, everyone still pays respects to Carl Grimes now because he's got the Grimes uh, name crest going on still. Like, they still know about what a badass he was back in the day, or those who are old enough to remember. They built a statue of Rick holding up his stump. Yeah, giving that, that big speech. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do think it's a good send-off for the series, but yeah, like they it raises, like, so many questions. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, how, how did they get here? Like, what, what the hell? Why does everyone hate their fucking real parents so much? Yeah, Jesus. But yeah, just just the whole money thing and and zombies being worth money and no zombies in the Commonwealth doesn't doesn't really make sense. But I don't know. Oh well. But yeah, I guess that's all I have to say about it. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the series as a whole for the most part here. So I would recommend the all one hundred ninety three issues. Yeah. How about you? Uh, yeah, definitely. Skip skip one eighty eight. Fuck that one. What's what's that one about? I don't know. I was just trying to pick out a random number. Oh, okay, just a random one. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think uh, maybe maybe Kirkman is just kind of seeing where the TV series is going, how people are kind of getting bored of that, and sort of the zombie train has left the station, in a, in a manner of speaking, referring back to trains. I mean, he has always said that like it can go on forever and ever as long as he feels yeah. like writing it. Like, it didn't have to only follow Rick Grimes. Like, he always made that abundantly clear that, like, if, if he needed yeah. a new, like, main character, he could always go in that direction. But I guess at some point he just decided he, he really wasn't, didn't have his heart into it anymore and didn't want to keep going. Yeah. Oh, well. Can't wait for Old Man Negan and Old Man Eugene. Yeah. Those two I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I, I feel like we we'll, we must get a spinoff at some point here, but we'll we'll see. We'll just have to wait. Okay. Well, do you want to hear some reviews about some of these books? I absolutely do. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. All right. So I just pulled reviews from uh, the first volume that we had. I, I think it was thirty-one, and I pulled reviews from the very last issue too. So I'll start with uh, the the last volume that uh, is available on Amazon here. So the first one is, what is happening? Exclamation point. And it's three stars. So it goes, not sure where this storyline is going. All the talk of law and civil disobedience. I know things have settled in this story's world and bad guys come and go, but this episode was not engaging. So he's talking about episodes. Classic Donnie move. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. And also he said like, this stories like that's the plural form of story and not the possessive. So yeah, you fucked up speaking oh, of grammar mistakes. The next one, the next one is called too fast T O fast. Also three stars. And I like his abbreviation for this too. Cause it makes me think of uh, something else wanting to take over the CW happened so quickly. Wait, <laughs> I like CW. how he says CW. What is, wait, <laughs> yeah. what is that supposed to be? Commonwealth. Oh, Commonwealth. Commonwealth. Okay. <laughs> but I, I was thinking the TV station. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right. They help pick trash off the street and see a crowd of people 
literally looking down on them from above. And that sets them off to, we need to stop this corruption and take over. The foreshadowing is just not subtle. The Whisperers are not finished, and the new people taken in aren't good people. The new kid is definitely going to kill or really hurt Sophia. This is, a, this is still a fun read. I sound bitter, but I just don't like the direction the story is heading. So he kind of had some uh, wrong predictions there. I mean, no, I, I didn't think there was any chance of that happening because they didn't bother to focus at all on that group. Like, it's it's a family who were uh, kind of out on their own throughout the entire plague. Yeah. And, like, they got picked up by the Whispers and were just getting, like, acclimated to their system. They had been there with them for two weeks, they said. And then that's when they killed all the Whispers and the Hilltop took them in. And, like, the kid, like, there was a little bit, like, a weird, like, vibe the kid was kind of giving off where I could see, like, maybe, like, it was some part of some, like, mastermind where, like, they were, like, spies or something, but... No, nah, nothing at all like that happened. Like, they never once, like, showed their parent, his parents again, though. I don't know. I, they didn't seem that bad to me, though. I, I didn't get that vibe at all. I, I, I really didn't see him going anywhere like that. But that was, that's just me, though. And then we had one more for this volume 31. Four stars. Great book. And the review is, I love The Walking Dead books enough to said. It's enough with the T. That guy's review was enough t- said. How is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Cool. I mean, the, the, yeah, it's enough said. Yeah. The, he, was, he wasn't lying. Quick to the point. Yeah. All right. Uh, another one is five stars. Great item. And the uh, description is great item. <laughs> Came and in there's on another time. five star one. <laughs> well, well, spoiler alert. Oh, Come shit. Um, <laughs> all right. Another one is five stars. Always five stars for Walking Dead graphic novels. And then the review is, Prices for comics are way better on Amazon than in a comic store. I love this series and I will, and will keep being a fan. And then the last one is five stars. Great book. Another same title as the other one. Came, without, came with space out and shipping damage. <laughs> I collect them, so that is important. So there, that's it. With space out and shipping damage? With space out and shipping damage. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right. Good job, Ben. And then this other one, I think this is for... Yeah, I think, I think this is for the last issue, but now I've forgotten. But anyway, there's another one. It's five stars, and it says, Walkers Love Them is the title. And it... The <laughs> Wait, as in, like, the walkers love whatever this is he's talking about? No, it's a it's walkers with an apostrophe s. So it's like the walkers love and then um. Oh. Excla- uh, four four ex- five exclamation points. It's a lot of exclamation that points. That is some serious love. And <laughs> and then uh this review is in all caps and it says if you be a walking dead fan, you got to collect the comic books. They be awesome. They do be awesome. Yeah, they do be awesome. Please, whatever you title right. this week's episode, <laughs> just make it yeah. all caps and put five exclamation points at the end of it. Yeah, The Walking Dead be awesome. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> all right. Okay, so then here, here's the, the last review I have, which I, which I teased before about uh, the last issue. So this is One Star. The title is 
Kirkman and George R. R. Martin should form a club, <laughs> which I like that idea. We should should explore that idea. Uh, okay, so it call, uh, then the review goes, Kirkman really screwed over his fans with this number 193 being the last issue. Honestly, the issue isn't even that good. No spoilers, but it's a disappointing ending to a story that has been going downhill anyway. You kind of get to see what happened to the main characters and society, semi-spoiler. After the dead are more or less dealt with, the world becomes... A little house on the prairie. Carl is a one-eyed Michael Landon. <laughs> oh, this is the best. <laughs> Which, okay. I do like this one. Carl is a one-eyed Michael Landon. All that's missing is his daughter calling him Pa. Which, uh, they, they should do that. That'd be funny. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I like that a lot. I guess Kirkman got his bag of money, and now he's rich and famous, so he can crap on the people who made him that way. Kirkman and George R.R. R. Martin should form a club. They can sit around eating caviar... And chortling into their brandy about how the little people should be glad they shared their genius with them. <laughs> I like that one. They could chortle into their brandy. That's, Fuck yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, do it. I'm, I'm a fan. <sighs> so there you have it. That's The Walking Dead. I guess I can give you a quick Walking Dead update on Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, you actually have one for us? Did we find out about yeah, the I fucking gotta, awesome tree and fence thing yet? Yeah, the, the kids did it. The kids who were with so them at the very beginning? Yeah, they're they're with a group of other kids and they're tying zombies together to like keep people away from their uh, treehouse fort in the middle of the woods. What what a giant waste <laughs> yeah. of an awesome like plot point. I know, what? right? Yeah. It was the kids who did it. What if what pretty shitty. There's no way a kid is coordinated enough to like carry a, a fighter head up the tree and not like fuck up and slip and get oh, bitten. Well, at the end of the last episode I saw yesterday, the one of the zombies gets loose, which uh, which I guess like all of the intestines are somehow connected because once one zombie gets loose, like it unties all the other zombies at the same time, so they're like all tied together somehow. Oh wait, so um, those were their that intestines way. that they were tied together with? Those were just random extra intestines that they pulled out of others. Well, that's that's what's confusing. Well, I th- I think it's the zombies' intestines, yes, but it's confusing that they're all connected. You know, you would think that this zombie is tied to this tree, this one's tied to that tree, and maybe connect a few in the middle. But no, apparently, if you uh, cut one rope, just the whole thing unravels. <laughs> so that's stupid. Hmm. That was a all right. So that was a, a child's engineering flaw right there. Yeah, it was. What else happened here? They had a big. At one point, they get a big hot air balloon that's shaped like a beer bottle. Oh, sweet. Because they're looking for airplane parts. And they're sponsored by Coors Light? No, it was like some fake brand. They should have got a sponsorship, though. That's so awesome. (laughs) Yeah, just a fucking big Coors Light bottle. Budweiser. That'd be amazing. Yeah. What else happened then? Yeah, then they're trying to, like, fix a plane so they can fly away again because the second reactor at the power plant is going to explode. So they're going to have another Chernobyl disaster. Shit. Yeah, and and like the special zombies, if you get the blood on you, that means you're going to die from radiation sickness. So that's the other thing you got to be careful with in that show. But other than that, though, there really wasn't that much that went on. So that's that's all that there wasn't anything as cool as the cowboy unlocking dead eye or trained cats or something. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. We need more trained cats. 
Oh yeah, Dwight is in there too, looking for uh, his wife with the cowboy guy, and the cowboy finds a note from the wife that says, hey, stop looking for me, I'm going to stop leaving you clues about where I am, so you can do this weird scavenger hunt across the country. <laughs> and uh, then the cowboy is like, can't tell him for a while until like the end of the episode, they're still looking for nothing, he's like, well, I gotta, gotta show you this note I found. And then uh, Dwight was mad for a while, but then he's like, all right, it's cool. His wife isn't it. the leader of the saviors now? No, she ran away or something. I don't know. She ran away to the Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, man. So at least Rick Grimes followed the murderer, her to Fear the Walking Dead. Well, yeah, right. Exactly. Hopefully. So, okay. There's, uh, there's your Walking Dead updates for now. Mid-season finale, I think, is uh, next week, so we'll talk about oh, that. Oh, they then. do those for that show, too? Like, how long of a break do they I take think they on do, that one? yeah. Um, they take probably too long of a break. Like, when does, I, when does no that idea. show come back? It's like uh, mid-July now. I'll, I'll have to let you know later. I'm not sure. Weird. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's move on here before uh, I got to get going here soon. But let's move on to our next segment called... Comic book shows. So we also saw Marvel's The Inhumans, which is a uh, episode two, which is a uh, garbage fucking show. Yeah, I think that I think you could tell now why it lasted yeah. all of four episodes. <laughs> uh, dude, my favorite part of this show was uh, playing Super Mario Maker again. So that's that's tells you that. Yeah, mine too. Old man Logan style. The, I do like the the fat dog. That they have Lockjaw. that the thing liked, yeah, Lockjaw. The thing's dog was in this. That's not the thing's fun. dog. <laughs> the thing was hanging out with the dog in the comic we Crystal's, read, though. So it's it's the thing's film. dog to me. So, so what? They're from the moon. What the fuck is that? Originally, they did have their base, New Adelon, on the moon. I think currently it is in between the river that separates New York and New Jersey, or whatever that is. At least, at least oh. the last time I was reading like the the Ms. Marvel books, that's where it was last located. I think it's somewhere on Earth. Hmm. So this this was like a spinoff of the Agents of Shield show, and I don't watch it, and I never got into oh. that, like when they started introducing Inhumans. But oh my god, like none of this was making any sense if you don't follow these characters or have any like frame of reference of who they were from like the comics and shit. Like, I can't imagine, like, right. how lost you probably were with this bullshit. But, dude, this was so fucking horrible and so hard to watch. None of none of the, like, stuff that they have established for these characters in the comic books is, like, really used in this show either, which just makes it infinitely worse. Like, they keep talking yeah. about how Maximoff, or, uh, Maximus has zero powers, but that's not true. He's an inhuman, he has powers. Uh, Black Bolt and Medusa have a mental link, so they could tele... Uh, telepathically speak to each other that's how black bolt communicates he talks to her and then she just speaks for him like she gets her head shaved i guess at the end of episode one and that is like her main thing her her power is like her her crazy wild hair and so she's just they're starting off the show with her already losing her like most powerful like weapon uh like oh god it's just such a backwards shitty shittily done television show the one positive is the girl who plays crystal is the sister of the girl from sucker punch and i love the movie sucker punch oh okay 
Well, actually, yeah, speaking of casting, that dude from Game of Thrones is the bad guy. Yeah. He's playing Game of Thrones on the moon. Ramsey That's pretty Bolton. fun. Yeah. He was a lot cooler on Game of Thrones because he was the guy who cut off Dion Greyjoy's <laughs> dick. Oh, fuck. Yeah. He didn't really make anyone become a eunuch in this show. He just, like, murders them with guns. Well, not not yet. Not yet. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see what episode three has in store. Maybe he's going <laughs> to neuter Lockjaw. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. They neuter your pets, everyone. This week's episode right. is brought to you by the uh, Humane <laughs> Society of ASPCA, yeah. PETA, whatever. Adopt, don't shop. I like how they get teleported to Hawaii. So they're like, hey, let's let's film this in Hawaii so we can yeah, convince that uh, is Game the of one Thrones thing. guy to <laughs> fucking join so you can take a vacation in Hawaii. Like, the poor girl who plays Medusa, like, she had to shave her head for this awful, like, huge break uh, from this shitty, like, yeah. ABC Marvel show. And so, like, it uh, lasts four episodes for her, but at least she gets, like, a free vacation to Hawaii. So. That's that's worth it. I'd shave my head to get a free vacation to Hawaii. Fuck yeah. To be in a shitty TV show. Yeah. yeah, for sure. No, no problem. I'll I'll do it. I'll shave it right now. Let's do this. Come on. Come on, Disney. Yeah. The balls in your court now. There's a and then there's the the face tattoo guy. His superpower appears to be video game waypoint so powers. Good God. I guess like poor Karnak. What the fuck is poor, that? Poor poor Karnak. Okay, so in like the uh uncanny inhumans, that's when it's Medusa, she divorces Black Bolt. And she kicks him out, so he's got his own separate team of Inhumans, and she starts her team, and it's her and Crystal's her number one in command, and uh, Beast from the X-Men, he joins, and also she's fucking Johnny Storm, the Human Torch at this time, so he's on the team too. And like during that storyline, uh, Karnak gets killed somehow. Karnak's Inhuman power is he can find the weakness in anything, and he can exploit it, and overcome it, and beat it. So he's like a master hand-to-hand, like, fighter, technician, kind of, like, Iron Fist style. Except he can find whatever your weakness is, and he'll just immediately, like, knock you out and take you out with by exploiting that. So somehow, in that comic book series, he finds the... He's stuck in Limbo from, like, I think Mephisto. But he finds the weakness in Hell. And he's able to, like, just punch his way out of Marvel Hell. It's so fucking stupid, but... I was. Okay. I thought they were immediately making that jump because he falls <laughs> off this cliff in the first like two seconds of the move or show. Yeah, and he is just laying there like dead as fuck, and then he just like wakes up like ten minutes later. He's like, "Ooh, I have a headache," and he just like pulls out this weird golden like CGI compass. compass thing out of nowhere, and he just starts following like these pretend video game like guide direction things. Like I don't know yeah. what the fuck they were trying to do to show his power. Like, he's supposed to find yeah, weaknesses, not, like, directions and... Oh, man, <laughs> that poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't find the weakness of uh, falling off a cliff, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but that was the one thing so, he overlooked. Yes, his one gravity. His one he couldn't weakness. find the weakness in gravity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the gravity has no weakness. Apparently not. Uh, all right. I, 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 I don't know. This show's fucking stupid. Everyone looks stupid in the show. Their costumes are terrible. Like, Gordon... uh, the acting's bad. Gorgon, the guy with the goat hooves, he's sent, oh, he can't, he's sent to like try to find swim. Triton because apparently Triton dies in episode one. And he's trying to like swim into the ocean. He gets rescued by this uh, surf group from Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. And then he just becomes best friends with these like Hawaiian native surfers. And that's all he does. Yeah, he just, he's our show. He just hangs out drinking beers, 
talking with his bros. <laughs> yeah, he's just bumming around on the beach having a bonfire. <laughs> so fucking dumb. It's also that's that's racist, right? The black guy can't swim. <laughs> nah. Come on now. Come on in humans. Get woke. His uh, stupid hooves look stupid, too, as well. I, I thought that, would, I don't know, these, these costumes just look like fucking garbage. Wasn't yeah. a fan. Wasn't a very good show. I see why it was canceled immediately. Yeah, this is uh, hard to watch. It was a very long 40 minutes. And Oh, so, all right, so the one that I did have about it. So, okay. Black Bolt, he cannot speak, or he cannot even like open his mouth because his voice is so powerful, it'll just crush the earth, basically. So that's why he's really? staying silent the whole time. Okay. That's Bohannon. Okay. That's who Bohannon was. So, okay. there's this... He, like, randomly gets a, a new pair of clothes to try to blend in from this store, and the girl calls the cops because he doesn't have money, so he just, like, walks right out and, like... The security guard tries to stop him, and he just, like, flips him because he's a great fighter, apparently. And so, like, Ooh. a swarm of uh, Hawaiian police, like, s- stop him, and they're trying to, like, subdue him. Oh, yeah. And they taser him, and he lets out, like, a tiny little, uh, and it, like, flips a cop car. <laughs> oh. It, it just goes, it shoots out straight forward. <laughs> it somehow doesn't hit anything around him in any other direction than just straight forward. But... I don't understand how those cops are not shooting him a thousand fucking times and then planting a gun on him. Like, there is no scenario in the history of the universe where this guy is not going to get caught or get killed instantly for this much of a resistance. Like, granted, he is a white dude. Granted. But even still, like, no chance. Like, they're going at him with, like, a thousand, like, uh, batons. And he is just beating the shit out of every single one of them. And yet, still, not a single shot fired at him. Right. I didn't realize that's what happened to the police car. I think I was playing Mario Maker, and then it's like, heard like a loud noise, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck happened there? Oh, well, oh, well, I guess I'll never know. Yeah, <laughs> Let's FTP. Let's go, go back to Mario Maker here. I yeah, do FTP like, for sure. I do like that he's supposed to be like, they're making it as if he's like, somewhat special because like they're in the police station getting ready to like book him and the guy is like all right if you undo these cuffs one more time he just immediately like breaks out like he's also like a magician in his spare time on adeline he's learning magic i guess cool (laughs) right it is cool all right anything else about this show fuck that show i hope they bring it back for seasons 98 through a (laughs) thousand yeah yeah, this show sucks. I can't wait to keep watching this show. Right. Once I get that Disney Plus, this is all I'm going to watch. All four episodes. Yeah. Colin Bohannon. Go. Yeah, make him ride a train. And then we'll be Fuck, yeah, not even one train reference on this whole show. Yeah, it's bullshit. That's how you know it's trash. <laughs> Giraffes all right. love trains. Yeah, exactly. So, what do you want to watch for next week? Any idea? No, did you have anything you were thinking of? No. Didn't you didn't you mention that Winona Earp show or whatever? Yeah, I was gonna say we can go back to any of those like weird old sci fi yeah. ones or we can try like another episode of that other one. Yeah, let's try Winona Earp. R- Riverdale? I was gonna say the uh, what was that one we watched that was okay? Like the fucking zombie one? Riverdale. Riverdale. Fuck, what was the one? No. <laughs> Uh, Helsing. Yeah. 
I was going to say that one, but no, let's, eh. let's try Winona Earp. All right. How do you spell that? Winona. W-Y-N-O-N-N-A. Winona. Oh, geez. E-A-R-P. Okay, we'll try that one then. All right. So join us next week for that. Wait, you need a book as well. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, I'm getting into that here. Speaking of next week, what do you want to read next week? So it's called Extermination. Okay. It's on the website, just Extermination. It's an X-Men book, but you don't want to type in X-Men first because it won't pop up then. Oh, is it like X-Termination? No, it's actually spelled oh, okay. E-X-T, yeah. <laughs> All right, gotcha. So, well, that's a missed opportunity then. I know, like poorly done. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Okay, we'll read that. I want to read Murder Falcon for next week. Oh, yeah, finally. So, yeah, we're gonna, we'll, we'll get into that. I'm excited about that one. It looks cool. So, join us again next week for Extermination, Murder Falcon, and Winona, Winona Earp. Earp. What, which, which episode? Oh, yeah. It's shit. not a team, right? I have no idea. One? Probably not. Well, it's not I a team, it's a so let's person. do... Yeah, so let's do one then. I think we'll just make it easy. All right, you can follow me on the internet at Do the God. I'm your favorite oh, okay. host, the one that matters, <laughs> Church, Old Man Logan of Tinder. Hit me up, ladies, if you're not too old. <laughs> yeah. You have to be 18 to hit up the old man of Tinder. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, it has to be your 18th birthday. How low no, can you go? God, no, no. <laughs> midnight on your 18th birthday <laughs> see how, how close to the line can you get follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm follow us on the internet at Giraffes HBT Pod on both Twitter and Facebook thanks to Daniel Burbank for this amazing music and check us out on patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues so with that we'll see you guys next week bye Just real quick about uh, before we go here, I, I, I found some notes about Super Mario Maker that I took when I started playing this and I forgot about them like two weeks ago. Can I just read you what I what I have about Super Mario Maker? Yeah, go for it. So the story mode is great. It's a, it's blue collar Mario. So you're like wearing the hard hat and everything and like you're, you're working to rebuild the castle and like the, the toads are like the construction workers and they have like a chief. And the toads are like trying to like sneak breaks and shit, like extra smoke breaks or whatever. And it's like, oh, can you, uh, can you like go and find this? Uh, like some of the missions are, can you go and find this toad? He was taking an extra break and we don't want the, we don't want the chief to know. And it's like, all right. And then like the, the asshole boss is like, took this one toad's like cloud, like Lumberg would, which is fucking great. It's like, oh, there it is. Uh, I'm going to get that from you. It's like, oh, can you get this dude's cloud back from the chief? It's like, all right, cool. I like how you describe this as a blue collar Mario who is, it is. a fucking pl- blue Mario is a fucking plumber yeah, by trade. Come on. <laughs> like that's his whole gimmick. But this is the most blue collar I've ever seen Mario. He's wearing the hard hat, dude. Hard hats. That's blue collar. But yeah, the and the boss makes them do extra shit that they're not supposed to be doing, like uh collecting raw materials. It's like what a shitty boss this is.
It's like, oh, go go get the stone. It's like, no, you're supposed to order the stone, and then you build the stone on the on the work site. That's not how construction works, you asshole. Yeah. And uh, anyway, and then they're just like trying to hide their bullshit from the boss. So I, I kind of like that blue color Mario. So that was my notes about that. So it's my favorite blue color adventure by Mario. The thing should join in this thing. DLC. <laughs> if only. <sighs> All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. I just want to go over that real quick. I can't wait to play Super Mario Maker. Yeah, me too. I'm going to play it again soon. 